For some eight years now, I've been the chaplain for a certain high school football team that wears purple, <laughs> not blue and gold, and not blue. Tonight they actually play up at St. Ed's, so obviously I'm not with them. But when they have home games, I celebrate Mass for them right before the game, before they go out on the field and warm up. And celebrating Mass for high school guys, about 80 to 90 of them getting ready for a football game, it does raise a question, why are you celebrating Mass for them? And so I talked to them about that. It really isn't about the game, it's about the men who play the game. It's not about winning, but it is about succeeding. It's about forming themselves through their activities, football being one of them, to where they can realize that there's great things to appreciate in life, great joy to be had in life, hardship certainly to be had as well, and struggle. But in the midst of all that, all this can be, in a sense, used may take an advantage of to train the heart to help discover what kind of person they are. So I ask them, you know, ask yourself honestly, are you the kind of person that gets disappointed at a bad play, gets down on his teammates? Are you the kind of person that builds other people up, practices hard, takes responsibility, and plays hard? So that's the kind of thing that I talk about when I say mass for them before a football game. And at the heart of it, it's directed towards living life to the full and appreciating the moment that's given. I played football and enjoyed it immensely. I don't know that I played it for all the right reasons. Nobody was there to kind of help me really understand what a, what a grace, what a time of opportunity it was just to play the game and how to rejoice in that well as a Christian. At this point in my life, I don't know if I envy them more game night or if I envy more practice, the team, the ability to walk out on the field again and just play. You know, you, you think back, I wish my knees were a little better, my legs not so heavy, and I could still do a little bit of that. But it's not with regret or any real type of, you know, I wish I could go back. It is with the kind of understanding that life is good, and there's a lot to be, much more to be drawn out of it than we normally do. Today's Gospel, Jesus the, the master commends this seemingly untrustworthy servant for his prudence. What he's really saying is this individual used the power that he still had at this particular moment to set himself up to be happy in the future. He used what was at his disposal. He saw what was happening and made use of the opportunity still afforded him. We ourselves, whatever our station in life and whatever the particular travails of any given day, the struggles, the joys, whatever, 
The fact is the Lord continually challenges us to say, in this day, today, you can make use of everything that goes on. You can enter into it in such a way that at the end of the day, you're more alive than when you began the day. Your heart is deeper. You're a little more wise. You're a little better off. Maybe not in earthly things, but in those things that matter. Every day is that opportunity. Not every day is game day, but every day is practice. Practice in these types of virtues, of entering into the day well, and seeing God's hand within the midst of the day, and rejoicing in the blessings and the opportunities that are given in this day, and even rejoicing in the challenges and the difficulties, if that's what we practice, then when real difficulties come, when the hard part of life confronts us, when real doubts creep in, we've already practiced for them. And we again see the hand of the Lord, we can again enjoy the peace that comes from knowing the Lord's presence because we've already become wealthy in the things that matter. God's presence, God's mercy, God's love, and openness of heart that allows us to live well. What Jesus is pointing out here, no servant can serve two masters. You cannot serve both God and mammon. He's really pointing out you can only form your heart in one direction or the other. You cannot have it both ways. You cannot attach your heart to the things of this world and seek to find the fullness of life in those things and still have the kind of heart that can rejoice always, that gives thanks always. It just doesn't work that way. But if you pursue the kingdom of heaven first, then whatever comes, you know yourself to be rich. Whatever comes, you know yourself to be blessed. Whatever you have to endure, you know yourself strong enough to do so. And that is a great, great gift. It is, in fact, riches that no one can take. As we celebrate this Eucharist today, let us ask the Lord to be single-hearted. Single-hearted in our appreciation for what the Lord has, in fact, given us. His Son, His mercy, His love, His forgiveness. Single-hearted in our gratitude and joy that others might know that as well. Single-hearted in our understanding of who the Lord has called us to be for those around us and for the world. And single-hearted, in a sense, pure of heart, in our love for God and for neighbor.